January 8th, 2016. This is Hyphen Nation. I'm your host, Kellen Conley. And this is what's going on right now. A few months ago, when it was still 2015, you may have saw that uh, I had a podcast entitled Hyphen Nation, Episode 1, 25 Big Commandments. Well, that got changed. <laughs> so if you go back and listen to the episode... Just listen to Biggie. Don't pay attention to anything I was talking about. Well, other than the Biggie stuff. Because, what, what, see what happened was... The plan was for Hyphenation to replace Victory Jump Off Radio. And I was going to do music episodes and regular podcasts like this. And all of that. And, um... Well... I, I, I'm trying to remember exactly what happened, but I just decided to go ahead... I decided that wasn't the way I wanted to launch the Hyphen Nation podcast. So I went ahead and uh, made it a Victory Jump Off Radio. It was Victory Jump Off Radio Show 15, the 25 Biggie Commandments. And then a few months ago, I was helping Elliot Wilson of Rap Radar fame get his uh, thorough podcast on iTunes. And so I was trying to figure out whether Mixcloud allowed uh, you to run a feed to iTunes. It doesn't. So I was like, let me just throw the Victory Jump Off feed in there because it got shut down a few years ago when I tried it, when Victory Jump Off Radio was a thing. And iTunes accepted it. So suddenly I had a show again. <laughs> so I just put out the 16th, I'm sorry, the yeah, the 15th episode last month. The biggie episode ended up being episode 14 of Victory Jump Off Radio. Last month's episode of Victory Jump Off Radio was 15. Goodbye, summer. A little late, I know. Had a lot going on. Maybe I'll get into that in future episodes. But I didn't want to launch it that way. I wanted Hyphenation to be a, a podcast to stand on its own. It's supposed to replace two web shooters and a microphone. If you check that out, I had two episodes of that. I had a, a Scrubs episode, which was really, really good. And you can actually find both episodes and Victory Jump Off Radio on podcast.b-hyphen.com. Um, and then I also had a book review episode, which wasn't so good because I didn't have any show notes. And so I'm like, uh, let me tell you about this book here. Uh, see, this happened. Oh, wait, no, no, this happened before. And I didn't like this, but, oh, wait, I forgot this happened. It didn't come out so great. I liked it, but I'm biased. So Hyphenation is the official podcast of just me, Kellen Conley. I have several podcasts with other people. I have Hip Hop Manifesto with uh, Matt Spencer, Molly Fogg the Music with Thomas DJ, uh, Trike Adventures with Anthony Sellers and Thomas Crawford. Um, that That's pretty much it. And then I used to have a wrestling podcast with Thomas. So I have several podcasts I do with other people, but I wanted to have one that was just me. 
So what they expect on on hyphenation? Almost said victory jump off radio. I'm sorry. On hyphenation, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna bring a topic to the table and and just talk it out. It could be about sports, like today's episode is about. It could be about some TV show or some movie or some topic. I might even get into some politics. No promises there. <laughs> um, some music. So it it does it it varies. It's a potpourri type podcast, just like two web shooters was supposed to be. I might, I might be able to get back to reviewing Scrubs and do episode two, season one of Scrubs. I know y'all been hanging on the edge for years, <laughs> but the show show is just gonna be about me and and uh, doing and talking out some things that are on my mind. So, welcome to Hyphen Nation. Brought to you by B-Hyphen.com, located at podcast.b-hyphen.com. And today's episode is called Predicting the 2016, or 2015, well it's 2016, but it's for a 2015 season, NFL Playoffs. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm real excited. When my fancy playoff not too long ago, now fancy f- football, my fancy football um, league, I won one of them. So I'm real excited about that. Um, a lot of good things happening there. Won a little money there. Finished eighth in the league I won last year. Um, so I love I love fancy football, man. I do. Uh, like I I used to just try to pick some decent players and go there, but there's so much more to it, man. It's a it's a job. It is a serious job to have a winning team in fantasy football. It's a serious job to have a losing team in fantasy football. It really is. Um But uh I, I love fantasy football. I love it when my players do well and I'm winning. I even love it when my players are doing horrible and I'm losing really bad and I'm in a bad mood. I still love it. I love fantasy football. But now it's time to focus on real football because the playoffs are here. The playoffs start tomorrow. I wanted to get this done. I normally write a column, but I knew I didn't want to do a column. I wanted I wanted to bring this to the show. One of the reasons for this show is whenever a playoff comes around in any of the major sports, I like to make my little predictions, and I didn't want to write it out. I didn't want to do a column for the third time. I wanted to do a podcast. So this is predicting the 2015 NFL playoffs. We're going to start in the AFC, my favorite conference, even though the Raiders haven't been in the playoffs since 2002. Uh, Still my favorite conference. The Kansas City Chiefs are visiting the Houston Texans at 4.30 on Saturday. I hate the Chiefs. They're in my division. They're in the AFC West. I have always, always, always despised the Chiefs since I came. I knew enough about the NFL to uh, know what team is what. They're probably in my top five hated teams, if not the number one most hated team in the league. And that might even be above the Patriots. Because I don't even hate the Patriots like that anymore. I let go of the tuck rule game, man. I had to. It was killing me. Ten years is a long time. But this one is going to be interesting. The Chiefs have been streaking. 
The Texans have been playing okay. I mean, not okay. The Texans have been playing better. Um, it, it's it's not uh, it's not one of the best. It's not one of the matchups that you're gonna run to your TV for. I mean, I'll have it on if I'm home. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go to the Mountaineer game tomorrow. Uh, check them out against Oklahoma State with uh, E. But I, I'm not rushing. I'm not worried about watching this game. Is what I'm trying to get at. <sighs> I hate the Chiefs. I don't feel any kind of way about the Texans. I'm slightly surprised they've done so well. I guess a lot of their success is attributed to Bobby Hoyer. Um, Brian Hoyer. Brian Hoyer? Bobby Hoyer? I like Bobby Hoyer. I should call him Bobby Hoyer. But I believe it's Brian Hoyer. A lot of um, He came over from Cleveland. They dumped him last year for Manziel. And then ended up starting McCown. And then Manziel. And then... Whoever finished last week. They got rid of Andre Johnson. Hopkins is still a beast. They have no running game. Arians out. They got J.J. Watt on the other side. Clowney hasn't played much this season again. It's in Texas. The The Texans aren't bad. The Houstons aren't bad in Reliant Stadium, though. They, they like that home field. Even and that's one of the things about the wild card that I don't like, but I see why they do it to try to give the the team with the the lesser record a little bit of a fair advantage going into it. Because Kansas City's eleven and five and Houston's nine and seven. Uh, I don't know, man. It could go either way. The Chiefs haven't won a playoff game since nineteen ninety three. Andy Reid is their coach. Of course, we all saw what happened in Indy a few years ago with them. With them taking a huge lead and then luck bringing them back. Uh, I hate the Chiefs. I'm, I'm picking the Texans. I'm picking the Texans. I know the Chiefs have been hot, but I, I feel like it could get into a shootout. And if that's the case, then I can see the Texans pulling it out, man. Because the Texans can put up some points. Brian Hoyer is. Being in that New England system helped them, just not in Cleveland. Picking the Texans. Next up, I believe that's me. Pittsburgh Steelers at Cincinnati Bengals. The 12 and 4 Bengals versus the 10 and 6 Steelers, who barely got into the playoffs thanks to Rex Ryan beating the Jets again and a win over Cleveland, a cupcake at the end of their schedule. I'm surprised. I'm not too surprised. I, I was thinking. I heard Andy Dalton would be back for the playoffs. Um, that's what I heard, or that's what they were reporting when they uh, that he initially got hurt. And he got hurt in the Steelers game, if you were, if you remember, that was the first game they brought AJ McCarron in. Uh, D'Angelo Williams is hurt for the Steelers, so injuries on both sides. If the Steelers can't run the ball. Cincinnati's defense may be tough enough to shut down at least Antonio Brown. If they can kind of keep the clamps or at least a little bit of a damper on Antonio Brown, I think Cincinnati walks in there. I'm sorry. 
I think Cincinnati walks out of their home stadium. <laughs> I think they can win it. But don't count the Steelers out, man. The Steelers are scaring a lot of people right now, including me, because I live in Morgantown. I'm an hour away from Pittsburgh. Got a lot of Pittsburgh fans around here. It was really obnoxious when they won those two Super Bowls a few years back. But now it's kind of cooled down. And I actually, despite the fact that he's a rapist, like Ben Roethlisberger now way more than I did when he was younger. I actually started Roethlisberger in all four of my fantasy my year-long fantasy leagues this year because I like them so much. So there's that. Ben can get hot, man. But Ben has also been making dumb mistakes um, the past few games. And I know because I've been, he's my, was on my fantasy team, so I wanted him to do well. And he would just, he'll just make dumb picks for no reason that he hadn't been doing earlier in the year or even last season. If Williams goes, it'll be huge. I don't I can't think of who is the Steelers backup running back right now, but he's not D'Angelo Williams and he's definitely not Le'Veon Bell. Le'Veon Bell. Le'Veon, Le'Veon, Le'Veon Bell, Le'Veon, Le'Veon. Definitely not him. D'Angelo is a, a fitting replacement. If he can go. He got treatment yesterday, I heard. He's gonna try to go in this game. But I don't know how effective he'll be. McCarron on the Bengals, he he got he's been okay. He's got that Alabama pedigree, man. So he know he's been in big game situations. We know we all know how Andy has choked in uh, recent playoff history. So so that might work in the Bengals' favor that Dalton's not starting. It is a home game. <sighs> All right, my pick for this one is going to be Cincy. Barely. If the Steelers win, I wouldn't be surprised, but I think Cincy pulls it out. I think they're going to exonerate some playoff demons from back when Palmer was their quarterback and he got his leg rolled up back in 05 and they lost to the Steelers. And, of course, the Steelers went on to win the Super Bowl. Um... Or exercise some demons. So I'm going with the Bengals, man. I'm not a big Bengals fan. They took Bo Jackson out of football. I hold grudges, if you can't tell. But Bengals it is. So I expect the Bengals to move on. NFC on Sunday. That's kind of weird that they did AFC one day, NFC the other day. I would have mixed it up, personally. I thought they normally did. Maybe I just don't pay enough attention or... Maybe I mentioned the column last year. I'd have to go back and look. Seattle and Minnesota, 1 p.m. 10 and 6 Seattle, 11 and 5 Minnesota. Are the Vikings really this good? I mean, they won the wild card, right? I mean, obviously. <laughs> they don't have the bye. Well, neither is Green Bay. Who? No, they won the division. They had to win the division. Who won the Number one seeds in the NFC. Pack the Panthers and the Reds. No, the Redskins are playing. The Panthers and I can't remember. Damn. That's why I suck at this. 
<laughs> don't listen to this podcast. If you're listening and we're already this far in, you might as well just stop at this 16 minutes of your time that I've wasted. So I'm sorry. My bad. <laughs> oh, but seriously. They did win the NFC North. I just had to read my resources. I'm sorry. Man, Minnesota's not this good, are they? It's it's just weird because, I mean, with everything that happened last year and them not being able to replace Peterson adequately and Bridgewater taking over, what, midseason, late last season. I, I've watched a few of their games. I, I had Stefan Diggs at one point. I can't believe what they were able to do to, uh, hell, the Packers and the Giants the past two weeks. I mean, they had the Giants at home, and they shellacked them, won the, and got a playoff berth. Had the Panthers with the tight or the Packers with the NFC North on the line, and they beat them bad too. Having Peterson is always great because they got. I mean, Peterson's always consistent, consistent. <laughs> 100-yard games, like, almost every single week. Even with every having a year off last year and then coming off that knee surgery a few years ago, he's still a beast. Still amazing. They didn't dump him to the Cowboys like I thought. But if the Packers can shut down the running game, what else do they have? Because Diggs hasn't been consistent in weeks. Bridgewater, still, he's only in his second year. Um... Mike Wallace hasn't stepped up like everybody thought he would out there. Charles Johnson is, eh, he's okay. And Cordell Patterson is a non-factor unless it's on special teams. Green Bay's defense is, they're okay too. But they haven't been killing teams. They give up a lot of points. They have the Eddie Lacy thing going back between Lacy and James Stark. Starks has been a better back this year. Lacy is in having some kind of head case issues or something. I'm not even sure what it is that's going on with him, but he has been a mess. Rodgers have been awesome. Losing Jordy um, before the season has hurt them, obviously. James Jones has stepped up, um, played great football for them since they got, they got him back once the Raiders cut him this past offseason. Um, Cobb hasn't stepped up like everyone thought he would. So that's an interesting factor as well. And then Richard Rodgers has emerged as a as a a consistent tight end for, for A-Rod. It's in Minnesota, I, and I don't think the cold weather favors Minnesota because they were in the Metrodome for so many years, and this is their first playoff game at least since they've gotten out of the Metrodome, I think. Because they were bad since Favre left. They weren't very good at all. So this season, this season been really surprising. I mean, they kind of fell off towards the end, obviously, because they were only had like one or two losses for a while, and then they've lost three down the stretch to end to the end of the season. But the Seahawks, man, defending NFC champions on the road. Russell Wilson's playing out of his mind. Doug Baldwin's playing out of his mind. The defense is playing out of their, out of their mind. They had to, they had a little misstep with the Rams, but that's to be expected in the NFC North, man. Because the NFC North, or not the NFC North, the NFC West, NFC West, because NFC West is always tough, minus the 49ers this year. Um, 
They always they always get up to play each other for the division rival, so it's not surprising. But aside for the Rams game, the Seahawks have been lights out. Everybody's worried early in the year, like, oh, they lost three in a row, and Russell's not playing that well. Man, the Seahawks get beast mode back this weekend. It's going to be ugly. Ugly, ugly, ugly. I'm starting Russell, not Russell Wilson. I'm starting Marshawn Lynch in my Yahoo Daily Fantasy this weekend. Maybe you should too. He's definitely playing. The Vikings, oh, it's going to be so ugly, man. It's going to be a blowout. Seahawks. And right now, oh, man, the NFC is going to be so fun. So fun. I still see the Seahawks beating the Panthers and getting to the Super Bowl. I don't I don't even know if they're gonna match up because when I look at that bracket right now, but if they do run into each other, I think the Seahawks beat the Panthers. The Panthers have been really good this year. The Panthers beat the Seahawks earlier this year. But they're playing so well, man. There's no denying that. No denying that at all. So I got to go Seahawks over the Vikings. Um, You should too. <laughs> Expect to see them in the next round. Oh, oh, look what I found. A bracket. The Seahawks will move on to play the Cardinals. So yeah, we could have, we'll have a, potentially have a Seahawks-Panthers championship game on January 24th. And I'm, oh, the Seahawks got to get to the Cardinals though. I'll think about that one. I got a week to think about that one. Got a week. <laughs> In the last game that I'm going to go into, the Green Bay Packers are visiting the Washington Redskins. Redskins are my sleeper pick. I'm saying this because the Redskins haven't won the Super Bowl since 1991. My sleeper pick last year was Dallas. They were a uh, Overturned Des Bryant touchdown away from beating the Packers last year. The Redskins are really hot right now, man. Kirk Cousins is really hot. Jordan Reed, really hot. Um, Crowder's playing great. Garcon's being consistent. They got Deshaun Jackson back. The defense is stepping up. Solid defense. They got rid of RG3. They got a consistent leader in there. The running back position leaves a lot to be desired. They got Matt Jones. They got Thompson. They got what's-his-face, the running back who was there for a while, Alfred Morris. There we go. I pulled it out. Yeah. 23 minutes. Yeah. I'm really sorry, guys. <laughs> the risk is my sleeper pick to run the NFC, though. They gotta go. They got a tough road. They got Carolina next week. Then they gotta get through the Seahawks or the Cardinals the week after that. And more than likely in the AFC, the hottest team, the Broncos could, the Broncos could get to the Super Bowl again. Brady's line is hurt. Brady's line is hurt. If the Broncos and the Patriots have to go against each other. I'm taking Tom. But if the Broncos don't have to go against the Patriots, 
The Broncos could be in the Super Bowl against the Redskins. The Redskins could beat the Broncos. I don't know if the Redskins can beat the Panthers and the Seahawks or the Cardinals to get to the Super Bowl. But they could because they're hot. And I like hot teams. I like teams that are on a roll. I'm not even giving the Panther, the Packers a chance in this one. And I, I, I love the Pack. I respect them. Aaron Rodgers one of my favorite quarterbacks to watch. But they got too many problems, man. Unless they control the ground, which they haven't done all year. Unless Cobb steps up and starts catching passes. And Jones keeps playing well. And the defense is stronger than they've been. They're going to go to FedEx Field. And they're going to lose to the 9-7 Redskins. You could potentially go to the Super Bowl. That's my sleeper pick. So I got Texans, because I hate the Chiefs. Bengals, because I think Williams will not be a factor, even if he does try to go for the Steelers. And I think the Bengals' defense is too strong to stop them. No, the Bengals' too strong. Bengals' defense is too strong for the Steelers to really get anything going other than some late touchdowns. Because you know Ben's going to hook up with Antonio Brown at least once. Get a late touchdown to Miller or something like that. Or Martavis. He called Martavis out yesterday. So that could happen as well. Seahawks in a blowout over the 11-5 Vikings. Welcome to the playoffs, Minnesota. And then the Redskins beating the Packers. This should actually be the best game of the weekend, though. Steelers-Bengals would be good, but I think Seahawks... I'm sorry, I'm thought I'm thinking Packers-Redskins will be a really good game. But I think Cousins finds a way to, way, way to win, man. He loves playing at FedEx Field. He's gotten better on the road since midseason when the Redskins were struggling. It's going to be a hell of a game. But my money, for the record, is on the Redskins. And that's my sleeper Super Bowl pick. My sleeper Super Bowl pick. So that predicts the wild card round of the 2015 NFL playoffs. Played in 2016. I can close this. And now we can uh, just kind of chat for a few more minutes. Because what I had to do here, my recording session is a session. My recording situation is a little messed up. We moved last year, me and my wife and my wife, Angel, and my daughter, Leah. We moved last year, and I used to have a a basement where I did all my recording and everything. Now we only have three bedrooms, mine and Angel's. My, uh, Leah has her room and then a guest room where her brother's currently staying. And even then, I don't know if the guest room would be, well, if the guest room was empty, I guess I could use it for this, for recording podcast. But Christian's in there right now, so I don't have any place in the house to really record. And I wanted to get this done before the playoffs start tomorrow, January 9th. 
So I'm in my car. <laughs> and we'll see how good this turns out. I am in my car. I had my laptop on the charger the entire time that I was working. Took it off the charger, came out to the car, brought my headset mic, recording this in Audacity, because Audacity is the only recording program that gives me any kind of control over my mic volume. And if I record it in my normal Adobe Audition, it's way too loud. Recording this in Audacity, sitting here, watching cars go by in my parking lot at work to bring you the first episode of Hyphenation, predicting the 2015 NFL playoffs wildcard round edition episode issue, whatever you call it. Cause I am that dedicated. I am a man of the people. I wanted y'all to have this. I wanted, I wanted to make sure y'all had this wanted it available for y'all. It's going to be going up this evening. Don't know how quickly we'll get on iTunes, but there's ways around that for now. And it's going to be a shorter episode because I got to be back on from lunch in like eight minutes. So we're rounding up to about the 30 minute mark right now. And I just want to thank everybody for tuning in. Listen to this. I know it's a hopefully most episodes will run for about an hour because I've been listening to a lot of podcasts. I've been foregoing listening to music because I don't listen. I don't like a lot of music that's out, man. And even music that I do like, I don't I don't know. I don't know if it's because I'm growing older. I still love hip-hop. I still love rap. But I listen to something, and I, I just rather listen to podcasts. So I have podcasts upon podcasts upon podcasts that I listen to in the car all the time. And um, I find a, the good the good size podcast is about an hour. In the past, I've never stuck to that. I've always been like, who cares if you're listening to it? You'll listen to two and a half hours of somebody talking. And this is true. <laughs> I agree with that because I do it. But the ideal length I find is about an hour. So I'm shooting for an hour in future episodes. This is, we'll call this a pilot episode, so to speak. Because hopefully in the future, I won't be recording from my car. If not, at least I know I have the capabilities to do so. I was trying to be able to set this up to record to my phone. I actually bought an adapter that was supposed to allow me to do that, and it didn't work. Never got it. That's why it didn't work. 99 cents on eBay from Asia. Never got here. They gave me my 99 cents back. So I'm recording this on my laptop, in my car, heat down low. Hopefully the engine's not uh, running into the microphone too bad. I don't think it is. It seems to be picking up everything okay. Hell, I could have recorded this episode to the wrong thing the whole time, though. So we'll have to see about that, too. I could be recording this into the laptop right now, and it sounds horrible. But I'm looking at the recording lines. Everything seems like it's just audio, audio, audio from me speaking. So it's all good. All good, man. Oh, speaking of Saul Good, man. Better Call Saul Season 2 starts soon. I'm really excited about that. Trying to up my TV watching game again. Because it's hard when you have a 20-month-old, man. Because she's up until 8 o'clock. She goes to bed. And then after that, I'm exhausted because I've been up since 
most times, most days, five in the morning. And I've put in an eight-hour day at work, and I come home, do the daddy thing, spend a little time with my wife, and then I'm tired, and I want to go to sleep. So I'm going to try to up my, my TV watching, my movie watching, go see The Force Awakens. It's dope. Not going to get into the review. There's way better people out there to review this for you if you're interested. I will recommend, though, that you check out Creed. If Creed's still in theaters, it should be. Um, I went with Thomas and Anthony uh, to go see it at the beginning of December. Oh, it's so good, man. Um, Michael B. Jordan is amazing as Adonis uh, Johnson. Later, Adonis Creed. Uh, and then Sylvester Stallone reprising his role as Rocky Balboa is amazing. Great story. Great in-the-ring action. The first fight, I felt like I was in there. I turned into one of those movie viewers everyone makes fun of. Like, oh, he's yelling at the screen in the movie theater. Yeah, I was. So what? So what? It's a damn good movie. I got into it. Go check that out. Follow me on Twitter. B hyphen, B-H-Y-P-H-E-N. On the Twitter, you'll find anything that's posted on. The, uh, right now, it's just uh, the main website, B hyphen.com. Any links that I find that are interesting, though, and I don't feature on B hyphen.com, they come through there. I retweet all kinds of stuff. Um, so there's always a lot of cool stuff going on there. Um, you can find me as B hyphen or the B hyphen on most forms of social media um, that I can think of. And then uh, on Facebook, uh, you can search Kellen Conley. I don't know if you'll find me, but you can always just shoot me an email if you really want to add me on Facebook. I don't have a Facebook page because I have a problem with Facebook pages. Let me get into this real quick. I got to be back in. Let me get back into this before I wrap this up. I had 100... 50 or so fans on my last page, last B hyphen slash Kellen Conley page, whatever I worded it. And because of the algorithms and because I'm not paying for ads, nobody sees my post. And I hate it. So it's just easy for me to feed it through my regular Facebook page. Let my friends see it. And all my friends are my fans anyway. So that works out. Um b-hyphen at gmail.com if you want to contact me contact the show but I had a good time man sitting in my car with my coat on and my hat on watching cars go by as I stuttered about predicting the wild card round 35 minutes I think that's a a juicy idea whether you want to listen to this again later so I'm going to go ahead and sign out this is Kellen Conley for Hyphen Nation be good to yourself and each other. Take care. Hug those loved ones. And get ready for some football this weekend. Yeah, football. And I promise I'm going to have some notes. Don't don't take this episode and think that all of them is going to sound as spur the moment as this. I'm going I'm to do my job. I'll be on my J-O-B. Promise. That's my deal to you to come back for episode two. This has been Hyphenation. One.